Welcome to episode 21 of 514 Beltway to Bytown podcast. My name is Jeff, and with me is my longtime friend Todd. This podcast is recorded remotely, with me being in D.C. and Todd in Canada's capital city of Ottawa. Remember, everything we say could be fact or fiction. Todd, what's on tap for tonight? Tonight, Mr. Jeffrey, we have an all-star lineup, a murderer's row of some of our more popular guests. Joining us tonight, we got the elusive Sean Jaffrey, combined with the common man, Robert Stagg, talking all things NFL, pop culture, and just what's going on. All right, welcome, guys. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. Thank you. Let's get right into it, guys. We're on uh, getting into week four of the NFL. What are your early thoughts on the first three weeks? Stagg, what are your early thoughts? Well, uh, Green Bay and uh, Buffalo are looking pretty good. I mean, it's a, bit, a little bit of a surprise, I guess, Green Bay at the start uh, with that whole drafting uh, the, the, the quarterback in the first round and, you know, Aaron Rodgers stepping back up with his, the other Aaron playing there and, you know, Alan Lazar stepping up and taking over a big role with Devontae Adams out. That's pretty good. And uh, Josh Allen in Buffalo, you know, uh, you got to be pretty impressed. Ten touchdown passes already and he uh, a couple rushing in two. You know, he plays with a big set of uh, you-know-what's there when he, you know, getting the ball in there, you know, stiff-arming guys. and Oh, yeah, you got to be excited if you're living in the Buffalo-Niagara region like I am. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to get back yeah, to those yeah. bills. What about you, Sean? What do you think so far after three weeks? Have you watched many games? I've watched, uh, I've watched a couple. Uh, wh- one of my biggest takeaways is the um, – I was curious to see what the lack of a preseason was going to do. And we've seen, uh, I'd say, a record number of high-profile players go down with pretty serious injuries the first three weeks. Um, I mean, Michael Thomas from the Saints, Saquon, um, Bosa. Bosa. I mean, yeah. these guys, these guys are done for the year. So um, I'm, I'm just wondering if you think maybe just a couple tune-up games would have prevented this. That's interesting because we Todd and I have a good friend who claims his team is doing extremely poorly, the Minnesota Vikings, because of a lack of preseason. But, you know, if you really look at it, how many of the starters really play through the preseason? You know, I don't know. Can we attribute injuries to lack of preseason? I, I don't know. What do you think, Todd? I think the reps. I think not, you know, I think just uh, load, it goes into the load management piece, right? Like, I think uh, some of these guys are early 30s. Um, I think – Obviously, they're going to come to training camp in shape, but it's not the same thing as having an extended training camp. And, you know, like even four weeks, even if you're not in, the, in a competitive environment in those preseason games, I think just that having an extended six to seven week prep time, plus all the OTAs and everything ahead of time, uh, you know, the, the more switched on guys are going to do their own thing without any supervision from training staff or, you know, like the, the strength and conditioning staff. Um, take that away put guys in their home environment, not all are going to do the right thing, right? So I, I think, to Sean's point, I think there is a there's a bit of a heightened risk. You know, you take some bad carpet yeah. there in the MetLife Stadium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know, you see it with the 49ers and you see it with both, both New York teams, right? They're beat up, right? So, Absolutely. Sure. I, you know, I'm with you. I think, I think we need fewer preseason games, but I don't think we can go to no preseason games. So I'll agree with you on that one, Sean. All right, let's get into our top three teams so far. Top three. Todd, you're up. What are your top three teams so far after three games? All right. Stride is passing. We'll go to Jaffa. <laughs> Jaffa, what are your top three teams? He's phoning a friend. 
Uh, all right, top three teams. I, I don't. I really don't know if any of us are going to have different answers for this. Okay. Surprise. Uh, the Packers, uh, the Chiefs, and the Seahawks are my top three. All right, I'm going to agree with those. Those match mine, not necessarily in that order. I went Chiefs, Green Bay, and Seattle, but same three. What about you, Stag? I have to agree with you there, Jeff. Uh, KC, Green Bay, and Seattle were, you know, with the way Russell Wilson's playing, you know, they look pretty dangerous out there. Absolutely, lights out. And really, the surprise is Aaron Rodgers. And if you, I listened to an interview the other day. He attributes it to a huge shift in mindset after breaking up with Danica Patrick. So he really? said his, his mind is in a better place. So I don't know what that tells you, but he is lights out right now. What about bottom three? Bottom three teams. Stag, you're up first. Um, well, I, I know that pretty much two of them will already be mentioned after me, but at least uh, the Washington football team. Yes. You know what? Dwayne Haskins, it's not – you know, he's not, he's, not, uh, he's not Rivera's quarterback there, so I don't think he might be sticking around there much longer. And um, the other two teams that would fall in there play out of the state of New Jersey – you know, out of the Meadowlands there. And I think that, that that would round up my top three or bottom three. So you're going Giants, Jets, and the Washington football team. Yeah, it's kind of sad when the um, the only other team besides Buffalo that wins in New York is San Francisco. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm going to say my bottom three absolutely matches yours. Haskins is a f- disaster. Four turnovers last week, three picks, a fumble, and he had another pick that was dropped. So this is not going well in Washington. What about you, Sean? Bottom three. Uh, Jets and the Giants for sure. And this is where I went a little bit different. I've got uh, two teams tied, if we're allowed to do that. Otherwise, I'll give, uh, I'll give third place to the Broncos. Yeah. Broncos. The Broncos, man. Are, the Broncos are the worst team. That, I have to know? tell you right now, I, I agree with Todd. Worst team. I could not name one player on their roster right now. Have you guys looked at the quarterback situation? Was it Jeff Driscoll now starting? So it was Driscoll. Driscoll's out. So it's Brett Ripien. So, you know, son of Mark Ripien there uh, filling in. But they got Blake Bortles waiting in the wings in case Drew. Like, <laughs> hey, big Blake, man. I mean, that man, all you need is like uh, Steve Miller man playing abracadabra over the speakers during one of their games. <laughs> and the team will basically implode and just disappear into the ether. Like, you know, like. <laughs> all right, well, Todd, you dropped out for a second. We, we talked about our three best teams. I think the three of us were all in consensus, Kansas City, Green Bay, and Seattle. What are your top three so far? I agree with Kansas City. They're uh, just the team speed. They can rush the passer with four defensive linemen. They're just strong in every, you know, coach. coach. Unfortunately, Canada's capital does not have Canada's best. <laughs> it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault okay what you went with denver as one of the worst three teams what are your other two terrible teams in the nfl after three weeks todd uh i think it's both new york teams mm. i mean the you look at teams that don't have an identity right uh the jets adam geese has struggled since the beginning darnold's having one of you know he just had one of his worst games as a pro Two interceptions, you know, and gave, you know, gave up another one. Um, they're decimated with injuries. Giants is the same thing. Saquon Barkley was the only redeeming asset that they had. Sterling Sharp's out. 
their their offensive tackle that they they got you know like uh, out of the SEC from Georgia there he's hurt as well. Uh, Jason Clapper with the no motion offense, it's just a perfect storm, and they're just leading the league in turnovers right now. So interesting, not good, not good. You mentioned some guys. Let's move over to quarterbacks. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few names at you guys. Is Josh Allen elite, or is he just very good? I see I see. Mr. Stag getting fired up here. What do we think? Is he elite, top five type quarterback? Stag? Well, so far through the first three games of the year, he's playing lights out. I mean, Russell Wilson's the only other quarterback playing better than him right now. But I mean, it comes down to that old Brett Favre thing. He was a gunslinger out there. I can kind of see the same thing with um, with Josh Allen too. You know, he's going to make mistakes. He's going to fumble the ball. You've seen it, but he's also going to win you games too by, you know, late break, game, game breaking, you know, touchdown pass or a run you know, knocking people over if he's got to. I mean, uh, it'll be an interesting way to see, but I think at this point in the season right now, there's only one other quarterback playing better than him. Interesting. Any other thoughts on Josh Allen? He's not Russell Wilson and he's not Mahomes yet. So to even say, to suggest that he's close to elite, he's not even Lamar Jackson yet. Like in terms of, you know, like, Ooh, I don't, know. I don't, know. Okay. I don't Three, know about that. We're going to get to listen, Lamar in a little bit. Body of work at three games. You know, if we forget, we're not that far removed from a, uh, uh, a blind lateral into the ether, like uh, in a Houston playoff game. Like, <laughs> let's give him some time before we anoint him, right? Like, uh... all right, all right. What about you, Sean? Any thoughts on Josh? Oh, Allen? I have many. I have many. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you have thirty seconds. <laughs> I am the moderator. Allow me. Allow me just to, to, to ask you guys a rhetorical question. What is the combined record of the three teams that the uh, Almighty Bills have beaten in the first three weeks? Ooh, so the Rams, I would say they're probably two and one, and then the other two crap teams they beat yeah. up on. Basically, basically <laughs> the other three teams are a combined three and six. They beat the Jets okay. by ten. They beat the Dolphins by three. They beat the Rams by three. Well, the AFC least. (laughs) Now, listen, I'm I'm just going to say this. I got nothing against the Bills. I got nothing against Josh Allen. I wish him all the best. But, I mean, you guys were naming, you know, he's not not this, he's not that. This guy right now is middle of the pack. I agree with that. I agree with that. We need a bigger body of work. We need a bigger body of work. And it's like, this is not the first time in Orchard Park we've had euphoria after a three-game Three get three no start. <laughs> like, like calm the Jets a little bit, right? We got Patriots. Beat the Patriots this weekend, and if he has a good game, then we'll we'll start. We'll start having. That's going to be a hard game, though. Uh, yeah, New England's looking really good. I actually, absolutely. We'll get to predictions at the actually. End. What about we have we have two giant fans on here? Is Daniel Jones the long term solution for the New York Giants? I see Sean is fired up with this one. Let's go, Mister Jeffrey. <laughs> I'd like to say that after a year and three weeks, it's probably way too early to call him to call it either way. I think it would be fair to give this guy an offensive line that's been together for more than three weeks, four weeks. Uh, you know, he's he's under pressure constantly. He's getting hammered. They've got a new guy at center. They got a rookie at left tackle. And after he goes down with an injury, who knows who's going to start next week for them. Um, and no Saquon. They got no, yeah. yeah, no Saquon. Like a, by, a beat up Devontae Freeman. They got on when the have they, uh, Sam Shepard's out. Like they got nothing. He's got nothing. I mean, this with. this kid has not had a legitimate number one receiver since he's been here. The team has not had a legitimate number one receiver in years. 
and a different offensive coordinator. Just about, too, right? Absolutely. So, which hasn't helped. Right. So, so the jury's out. We're saying you're, you're giving him more time. I think it's only fair. I mean, he makes a lot of mistakes, but what rookie doesn't? Yes. Uh, Interesting. All right, let's move on to Drew Brees. He's taking a lot of heat this week. Is he done? His arm is certainly not what it was. Uh, I think it was a bad coaching move, which cost him the game on, on Monday night or Sunday night, whatever it was. What, what do you guys think of the demise of Drew Brees? Well, the arm's definitely not what it was before, right? You, you saw the way Alvin Kamara was playing, which is those little kind of little wow. dumb passes out and just watching him run. That's, that's an impressive you know, football player. He's probably one of the best football players right now in the NFL just by his the last few games that he's played in. He's, he's really impressive. Agree. Yeah, it's the same decline we saw with Brady and the same decline we saw with Manning, right? Like, they're not, he's not as versatile as he once was, right? He was very mobile before, and, you know, the, 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 play, the play calls that they can do with him, it's, it's limited, right? So it's, 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 it's trending down. But, I mean, again, he's in, you know, he's early, early 40s, right? Is this it, though? Is this the last year he's with the Saints? I say yes. Personally, I do. I think this is it. This is it. I think they're going to move on. They've got young quarterbacks, and I do think Breeze is going to move his way into broadcasting, whatever. I think he's done. Okay. Yeah, because um, there was, there was questions about opinion. him coming back this year anyway, right? So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I'm going to give you a would you rather. Go ahead, Mr. Stag. Go ahead. I think you're muted, buddy. <laughs> 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 we'll take your silence as uh you're in agreement <laughs> next next topic <laughs> all right i'm gonna give you a would you rather we can come back to your question or statement if you ever get audio again all right you have the choice russell wilson or mahomes or does it matter is it a toss-up jaffo are we talking for one year or as it stands now for to, like to lead a team one game to pay to one, lead game, a team. one game to pay your mortgage all right, I'll give you one game, and then we'll go long-term. So one game, what's your verdict on that? You know, I, I would love to take Russell Wilson one game and Mahomes long-term, but I really, I really can't bet against Mahomes right now in either scenario. I would probably take him for both. Let me ask you this question, though. If you switched both quarterbacks and Wilson played for the Chiefs and Mahomes was a, a Seahawk, would they be having similar success? I think so. I think the only – I yeah. kind of agree with Sean. Like, I think leadership, you give it to – I mean, both of them are good. Uh, the play action, Russell Wilson, like, he could be third and 11. It's irrelevant. Like, he gets you the first down. The only edge I would give to Mahomes is there's no throw that's a bad throw. Like, any other mm-hmm. throw, you know, quarterback coaches would basically berate their quarterbacks for making. Uh, throw off the wrong leg, throw it across the field. You know, like, Mahomes, it's nothing's out of the question. He's doing shovel passes. He's doing everything uh, – does everything well, right? There's no pass that's, that's impossible for him. It's just a freakish ability to kind of get the ball out of his hand. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have that offense on another level right now. I mean, just watching the game, they are just Xing and owing the heck out of the league right now with, with all that talent. It's incredible to watch. And Mahomes just makes it all go. So it's impressive. Uh, Mr. Stagg, it looks like you're back. You have one game. Your life depends on it. Are you going Russell Wilson or Mahomes? Uh, I would go uh, Mahomes. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, he, he is playing great, but, you know, you saw what happened before in the Super Bowl. When, you know, and, ooh, ooh, that was a bad play call now, but okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Whew, putting a lot of heat on him right there. But okay, I understand. They both have uh, so to so to build on your question, gentlemen. What's the one uh, background element uh, that they both have in common, Mahomes and, and Russell Wilson? What other sports baseball. did they both play? Baseball. Right. They both got a baseball background, right? Like the great John Elway, right? So very nice, uh, um, you know. And Tom Brady, right? So, and Tom Brady, uh, again, that's right. For those uh, single sports parents that are uh, locking your kid in a hockey rink and not letting them out, uh, you know, take heed. Multiple multi sports. There's a, there's an advantage. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to a team that I live close to. I'm obviously very close to Washington, but Baltimore is an hour away. Was Baltimore and Lamar Jackson exposed on their last game? Are they a good team that simply can't come from behind? What do you think, guys? I think uh, like there's a stat out there that if they fall behind a touchdown or more, uh, they basically have like a 90% loss rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, very predictable on third downs, right? If you get third and long, those receivers like Andrews, the tight end's probably their best receiver, and he's dropping balls, and like Lamar Jackson – uh, different zone coverages, they can they can shut him down like pretty easy, right? Like all not pretty easy, but right? Again, his athletic ability is marginalized <clears throat> at that point. What do you think, Jaffo? I kind of compare it to like a real bully attitude. Yes. Like if they get up early, they can pile on. But once once yep. they get smacked in the face, it's almost like their attitude changes, and they they yep. lose that killer instinct. Just you know, just like a bully would. It's, once you see Harbaugh start freaking out and yelling at refs, like he got yeah, character, sure. like it's, uh, then you know you have him. I agree him. with you. You saw that on the Monday night. And the thing is, you know, Greg Roman was the OC with the Niners when they had all the success with Kaepernick. And they, teams caught up to that 49er team, and it's already sort of happening here in Baltimore. And there's talk like we have to revamp this offense. You can't just go play action with one read all the time. So I don't know. This is going to be a big, you know, four, five, six weeks for Baltimore. Because the fans are already starting to ask questions. Stride, what do you think? <laughs> what do we? Uh, Got a shot. Yeah. Yep. Todd said something. I'm sure it was brilliant, but none of us know. I think the last time I heard that was on the uh, the old Snoopy show there when the adults started talking. (laughs) All right, moving on. Who is winning the Cam versus Brady situation? What do you think, Mr. Stad? Belichick's quarterback. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, Brady was 300 yards or 297, three touchdowns this week. Looks like they're turning it on. Um Interesting. So you're giving it hands down. Cam's got the. Lead. You know what? I mean, just j- just watching that whole team. I mean, they, they they can beat you any way that they want to. You know, they'll 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 game plan you. They'll out scheme you. You know, like I I think they and Bel- Belichick and that that defense too. Like with that defense, with all those guys that have gone off, they're still playing lights out. You know, like yeah, absolutely. Br- I mean, brilliant, right? No doubt, Sean. You agree? I mean, he's an amazing coach, and clearly Cam has bought it. <laughs> Right. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, do the Pats sign Cam long term? What do you think, Sean? Is that something you would do if you were the Pats? I mean, here's the deal with with Cam Newton. Right now, he and Brady, I'd say, are tied in terms of Mm -hmm. who's getting the better of the deals. 
Um, it really depends on how healthy Cam can stay throughout the season. Now, the first week, they gave him 15 rushes. And since then, yeah. it's actually, if you look at the last two weeks, it's been trending downwards, which bodes really well for his health and well-being. But because he's, he's a mobile quarterback, because he likes to have called runs, uh, he's, you know, all it takes is one good shot. And then, you know, they're playing with a backup at that point. All right, so that's a great point. So let's think about this. You're the Patriots now, but every win that Cam is part of, his salary goes up, you know, five, ten million going into next year. So do you sign him now for whatever it is, let's say thirty million, or do you risk it and you have to pay him, you know, forty, forty-five million? That's, what would yeah, you do on that's that? That's not time? a Bill Belichick's ammo, right? He buys low, size sells high, right? So um, interesting. Just you know, like I think he's kind of, kind of. Same thing we you know we did with uh, Cobb back in the day. Same thing they did with Ken Matt Castle, right? Let the you know let the other teams like blow, blow their load on a on a, like on a Patriots free agent or whatever or a draft pick, and they'll uh, they'll buy more talent further on. Interesting. Do you agree with that, Stag? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So you're gonna you're gonna let this one ride and see where it is after week sixteen. They they, they find they find pieces to fit in there and they'll get somebody else to step in. Hey, Cam Cam Newton's playing great this year. You know, could potentially yeah. have an MVP season as well if he continues on the way he's going. But, and I don't even yeah. I don't even know what the contract situation is for the, some of those defensive players that sat out because of COVID, right? Like Hightower and Chung. Right. I would be surprised they're not back on right. the roster either. The way the defense is playing, like to Bob's point, the backups have stepped up. And Gilmore, you know, Gilmore is that you know their star. Yeah. Pass interferences so far, right? This year, like that, that's uncanny for him, right? So uh, nobody is uh, can't get too comfortable, man. Like uh, if Brady can go, anybody, <laughs> anyone can go, right? There's no doubt about that. All right, let's talk about who do you think has done the best coaching job? I think we might all agree on this one, and who's done the worst to this point? Sean, what do you think? Honestly, I don't have. I don't have a clue in terms of who's done the best, uh, but the worst has to go to the Falcons. Oh yeah, they are. Sir. They are finding <laughs> finding ways to lose. <laughs> yep, yep. They have yep. blown sixteen yep. and fifteen point yep. leads. I agree with that. And that is, it's ridiculous that Quinn still has a job. In all honesty, especially with the talent that they have on that team. Absolutely. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I was I was thinking Detroit, and I kind of forgot about Atlanta. And then as soon as you dropped it, there's no doubt it has been a disaster in Atlanta. The onside kick, I mean, oh, my God. I mean, that's peewee football. <laughs> so I totally agree with you. Who's done a great job to this point? Any any thoughts on that? I'm going to obviously go Belichick, new quarterback, missing a ton of guys. Yeah, He always does a great job. Anyone else? I'm going I'm to say yeah. LeFleur from Green Bay. You know, after after Green Bay drafted, didn't draft any offensive talent or you know significant offensive talent. There's all kinds of talk like Rodgers is not going to be motivated; he's going to be pissed off. And they're singing from the same song sheet, man. Like they're in step. They've gotten better. They've learned. Like I said, they they couldn't hold with the big boys in the NFC last year when when it got to crunch time, and now they're they're coming out kicking Absolutely. ass. Like, and I'd say uh, Nagy. I'd say Nagy too, right? Like he was kind of forced Trubinsky and. Uh, I think he kind of threw him to the wolves and let's say, okay, until, you know, you get, you know, until the pace would get off his, his back or whatever. And he's put, you know, put foals in, didn't, uh, didn't second guess him and moved from there. Right? Interesting. Yeah. What do you think, Stag? Who's done a great job? Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> those answers are great. And you could be surprised. I mean, 
don't worry, they're taught. I'm not that type of homer that I'm going to go off and start talking about the, the Sean and Buffalo there. I mean, of, of course, you look at Andy Reid as well. Andy Reid's always going to be up there. Yes, too. He's doing I agree well. with you. Is, is Sean McVay a genius? Is he back? What do you guys think? That was, that was, quite, that was quite a comeback there on Sunday. I mean, yeah. They, they, they. I mean, is he. Is the NFC West still the, the powerhouse conference? Like, are all these teams legit? Like, I mean, Seahawks, they're good, but their defense has got issues. Arizona, I still don't know. San Francisco's, like I said, yeah. destroyed. Like, uh, hard to say. Like, I think if McVeigh, McVeigh's got to go to the playoffs, right? Like, with all that talent. Um, I think that's going to decide his fate. I agree with you. All right, let's make some predictions. We talked about some games. <laughs> I've got four games this week, and I want some predictions. Vikings versus Texans. Sean. You are in the land of the Texans. What do you think? The Vikings are 0-3. Well, as are the Houston uh, Texans. So this is going to be a, a, this is a garbage bowl is what this is. Um, I mean, I think the Vikings only have uh, Dalvin Cook as their home run hitter. And the Texans are uh, – they've just got their quarterback. They've just got Deshaun. And, you know, they – it's basically Sean. Is this is this a waste of money paying Deshaun all that? They're zero and three. You know they might go. You know four and twelve paying this guy forty million a year. Couldn't that money have been better used in other places? What I do don't you know, think? Like maybe sign Hopkins or yes, give the guy a weapon. Interesting. I mean, let's put it this way. All right, so who... uh, Bill O'Brien or Bob, as they refer to him down here, <laughs> he he is easily one of the most hated men in the city of Houston right now. He is. <laughs> he and Jack Easterby have somehow finagled their way into pretty much just running that organization into the ground. And Cal McNair, the owner, doesn't seem to either understand what's happening or care what's happening. Wow. Wow. Sounds like a, a Dan Snyder situation. In Very similar. Interesting. Interesting. What do you guys think? Vikings, Texans. Any pick for that game, Mr. Stan? Are we going with against a spread or anything here, or are we just, just straight up? No, picking? no, just straight up. Straight up. <laughs> straight up. Um, yeah, I'd just be taking a guess right now, but I, I kind of like to see the Vikings just because of how well they've done in the past. That young kid, too, Justin Jefferson, he played really well on the weekend. I love so, him. I mean, Dynamite if, player. If, if that's yes. the start for the season, I mean, there's another weapon for the Kirk Cousins to throw to, so it'd be interesting to see how he turns out for the rest of the year. Kirk Cousins, how do you like me now? <laughs> what do you think, Todd Stride? Uh, defense, Texas. I mean, the, the Vikings defense has played pretty horrible, but uh, I think the Vikings yeah. got too much talent. I think if you looked, if you went across the rosters, I like, compared the rosters, and just like looking at, at least on the offenses, like uh, there's more, uh, there's more talent on the Vikings, right? So I think Zimmer's a good coach. I think he's just kind of had a bad, a bad go, right? So hey, I'll take the Vikings for an upset. All right, I'm taking Texans with Bob and Deshaun Watson for the win. All right, let's get to one of the big games. Pats versus Chiefs. Are the Pats legit, Mr. Stride? Who takes this one? It's not a uh, Pats Bills this <laughs> Good pick. <laughs> Mr. Stag. <laughs> Mr. Stag. No, I played it. Played at home, I go with the Chiefs. <laughs> Going out. I'm with you. <laughs> Sean, pass Chiefs. I'm also going to take the Chiefs, but I wouldn't put any money on it. Good pick. We think Todd chose the pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Saints-Lions. 
Drew Brees noodle arm. Do they pull one out versus the Lions, Mr. Jaffo? Oh, yeah, they, they hang about 35 on the Lions. Ooh, interesting. Okay. What about you, Stag? You know, if they get the ball to like Alvin Kamara there, they're going to put up a lot of points on the offense, so I'd probably go with the New Orleans as well. All right, and Stride. Uh, I think, again, if we remember the Saints have had difficulty, but they did speed up on a pretty good Tampa defense. Uh, yeah, as much as I want to say Lions, I have to go Saints. It's the right pick. So Saints it is. And then the last game I'll give you, Browns-Dallas Cowboys. Are the Browns legit? First time with a winning record in whatever it is, 45 years. What do we think, Mr. Stagg? Browns versus Cowboys. Um, you know, I'll go with the home team again here. I think in Dallas, you know, that uh, Dak Prescott's looking really good. You know, throwing the ball around. If they could, you know, keep the points off the board, it'd be good. But it, I, I don't know if our friend uh, Sean Jaffrey would agree with that, though. What do you think, Mr. Jaffrey? Oh, no, Dallas for sure. They've just got, uh, they got too many weapons. That's a very confident pick. I'm going Browns, baby. What do you think, Stride? I th- my, uh, my head would tell me based on uh, overall team performance, I would say the Cowboys. The Cowboys are dysfunctional right now. So I'm going to – You know, when are the, the Cowboys not Browns. dysfunctional, right? <laughs> it's just – it's a Dallas thing. Yeah, but – yeah, but we're pretty early in the McCarthy Jones uh, relationship. Like, and it's already starting to smell pretty bad. And you know, with Prescott too, right? And Jones, like, I, uh, they're not going to be like I said. Yeah. The team chemistry's got to be next. Um, to zero. I, I want to throw this one out. Just get away from NFL for a second. Now that I've got some Michigan fans on here, we are going to have Big Ten coming back. I, I, oh, Trump did. Yeah, he Trump announced it. He saved. That was his big yeah. announcement at the debate last night. Exactly. Saved, saved, so I hate to do this, football. but let's go predict <laughs> Michigan's record and then predict a score versus Ohio State. Now, let's just be clear. Now, Ohio State, they the quote was, "We're going to put a hundred on." Their goal is put. Ryan Day said, "I'm going to put a hundred on." They almost did last year. So, Sean, what do you have for a record for Michigan and then a score versus Ohio State? Uh, just a quick clarifying question. How many games are they playing total this short season? I believe they're playing eight games. Yeah. What's that look like? All Big Ten teams. Okay, all Big Ten teams. Uh, I'm going to have to go okay. six and two. Okay. And uh, you want the score of the Ohio State game? The score of the Ohio State game. You're going to say uh, 42-24. Should I say for who? No. <laughs> okay. For, I'm writing this down. Jaffo. 42-24. Mr. Stagg, what is your prediction for Michigan football? Remember, they have a new quarterback, right? Joe Milton's a new quarterback. Never started a game. Here we go. What do we think? You know what? I think Penn State and Ohio State, you know, those are going to be two tough games for them. And I think there's got to be one more game there, too, that they might, you know, whether it's going to be Minnesota or Indiana. You know, I think I'm going for five and uh, five and three this year. And uh, I would say uh, 63-21 Ohio State. All right. 63-21, five and three. Mr. Stride, do you have a prediction for Michigan football? Jim Harbaugh, the great Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> 
Yeah, I would say, you know, somewhere between great and mediocre, so, uh, which has been pretty consistent for all of the Harbaugh tenure. So I would say six and two with Jaffrey. I'll say 36 21 and at least and one You're all points. picking Ohio State, correct? <laughs> like, uh, Just so I'm clear. Ohio State blocks. All right. I, I hate to do yeah. this, but I'm with Stag. I think five and three is as good as it gets. And I'm going to tell you, I predict 77 17 for Ohio State. Okay. I'm the realist of this group. <laughs> Like, take away the Buddy Holly glasses and the Dockers and the Bo Schembechler, like, like, hat. Like, is anything interesting in Michigan anymore? Like, it's you're not, right. You're I don't right. know. You're right. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, it's, the, it's not, the song is pretty you know, catchy. It's, yeah, it's a good story. The song, yes. Hail to the victors. Yes. That's, that's a win right there. <laughs> How about them helmets? <laughs> How about the helmets? Exactly. All right. Before. How many? So yeah, how many Waldo Emerson quotes or those who stay will be champions? Remember that you have to stay four hundred years. But (laughs) (laughs) all right, before we wrap it up, you guys have anything we're watching, reading, streaming, playing? What do you think, Sean? Anything our listeners should get involved with? No idea. I have a child. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Keep watching the debates, Mr. Jaffrey. Mr. Stagg, anything we should be watching, reading? Yeah, there's a new, new, new show I just checked out here in Canada. It's on uh, Crave. It's um, uh, Tacoma FD from the guys from Broken Lizard that did uh, <laughs> Super Troopers and that. It's, just, it's essentially, if you like the movie Super Troopers, it's it's yeah. this couple of the guys from there that are working out of a fire department, and it's pretty much the same kind of humor. So if you need 20 minutes just to have a, like a, a, a mindless laugh, give it a try. I like it. I like it. Mr. Stride. I'm watching the on uh, Netflix the uh, NASA Challenger series docu series. So uh, if y'all remember, if y'all remember the explosion, tragic explosion '86. But you get the whole backstory about that, like the infighting between the engineers and the pressure they were under to kind of get you know get the uh, the Challenger mission on track and on target and, on, and under budget, um, and how that kind of potentially like as well did cost. Uh, how, how many episodes are in there? So pretty interesting. Oh, it's like a six right. episode. All right, and it's not so sort of in. NASA propaganda, right? No, no, it's uh, it's actually pretty damning. Um, they just have risk management, good risk management, like. like uh, All right, I like it. Procedures like in it. place. So, uh, and I'm going to give you one called "Raised by Wolves." It's on HBO, and it's two androids. You know, I I have an AI fixation for whatever it is. Two androids are tasked <laughs> with raising human children. So it's it's a dark uh, apocalypse, post-apocalypse AI kind of thing. So uh, if you're in for something depressing, <laughs> take my take my advice. Has Todd seen that movie yet? Todd, ex machina, <laughs> what's your review? <laughs> yeah, okay. 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 It's fantastic. <laughs> like Josh Allen. Like just like, like Josh Allen. All right. All right. Uh, hey, last thing. Very last thing. NBA finals start tonight. Any chance for Miami to even win a game, Mr. Stride? What does that mean? I think mean? it's going to be, I think it's going to be competitive. Is it a 4 2? I don't think competitive series. Uh, six, game, right. six game series, uh, Lakers take it. I think LeBron is on a LeBron, LeBron is mission focused, but uh, you listen to the pundits. No, what do you man, think, I don't Mr. Stagg? Like a bunch of Jimmy Butler. I'm a cynic there, so I'll always say the fix is in. It'll go seven, and the Lakers will win. <laughs> you think it's going seven? Wow. Okay. Well, what about you, Mr. Jaffrey? I know you don't really care, but what do you think? I, it's going to be a, be a five-game series. 
Lakers will, uh, Lakers will win. Yeah, I'm with you. I think at five, they want to get out of the bubble. Uh, five and done, and uh, that'll be it for the NBA. All right, gentlemen, this was fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wish you well, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right.